Welcome to Converge Coffee with Sean Sullivan. I'm here with Justin Shank. He is on a mission to teach the world that it isn't about where you come from. It's about the decisions you make today to catapult yourself to who you are and what you want to become. Justin has been named a top eight podcaster to watch in 2018 by Inc.com and chosen as an icon of influence in the new media space. What started out as a way to connect with top people and inspire others has become a way of life. Now getting played in over 100 countries every single week, he is able to make a greater impact than he could ever imagine. He not only speaks to organizations on how to to overcome adversity and utilize podcasting to grow your business, but he helps others launch and grow their podcasts with Begin Podcasting Now. His vision to teach the world how to live happy, happy no matter where you where they are today. It's about the journey, not the destination. Justin, thanks for being on the show. Sean, thanks for having me, man. I'm excited about the conversation. I am. I I, I want to just give a little shout out to Jonathan over at Penji to that made the connection to us. Um, you know, talking about felt being fellow podcasters and that kind of stuff, and you with you know being a top eight podcaster and me just being my little converged coffee here, but it. It's it's an interesting dynamic is, you know, podcasters are like comedians or are like marketers or like other people of similar interests. We just gravitate towards one another. And so wanted to say that, but I also love your mission statement, you know, about the journey and not the destination. So I want to go right into the questions here. Um, you know, why did you start um, the Growth Now movement and begin podcasting now? Yeah, man. So it's a that's a, a an easy question with a not so easy answer. So, um, you know, back when I was younger, I was actually 19 years old when when I was in a direct sales company and I was a manager with the company. And at the end of the summer, I had a, an employee come up to me and said, you know, Justin, I probably would have made more money working at McDonald's this summer. But because of what you taught me, I'm a better person and I have a better direction in my life. And in that moment, I was like, that's it. Like, that's what I need to be doing. I need to help people figure out what they want to do, where they want to go, um, and really help them kind of discover that that life is a pretty cool thing. And and uh, from that moment on I, was on, I was in the chase to figure out how, what's the platform? What's the vehicle? How am I going to do that? Now, I'm 34 years old now, and I've been doing the podcast for two and a half years, so you can do the math of how long it took me to find that platform. Um, you know, but I've, I've had companies that have failed that I've tried to, to do. And, um, you know, about two and a half years ago, I decided, Hey, let, why don't we try this podcasting thing? Um, you know, as just as a vehicle, like, let me connect with some people, maybe inspire one or two people, but let's just give it a whirl. And, uh, if you go back and listen to the, the early episodes of my show, I had a co-host, um, and you know, it was a lot of fun. And, and the thing was, it wasn't growing. Like we weren't really connecting to a large audience. And after 62 episodes, I asked my co-host to take a step back. Um, and then when I relaunched as just myself as the host, still the same name, the Growth Now Movement, you know, my my audience started to grow organically. And what I found was my messaging and my and my branding and my mission and my purpose all really started to align. And when that happened, um, everything started to blow up. And at this point, I still had a day job. I was working in a medical. I was I was doing really well in a medical sales company. Um, and it was just like a side hustle thing, kind of filling that void that I had of helping people. And uh, over time, as that grew, a business grew from it. Hence, begin podcasting now, which is a you know a podcast production company where I help brands and individuals and entrepreneurs you know utilize podcasting to grow their business. And 
Um, you know, that kind of happened from the standpoint of, you know, as the show started to grow, people reached out to me and said, you know, what are you doing that's working? And I used to help people for free. And then my time became sparing. And so I started charging people. And, you know, now it's a it's a it's a following. It's a movement. I mean, it's people that uh, I've, I've got a number of podcasts under my umbrella that I help people with. And, and uh, you know, it's just been a journey, man. And, and, you know, the growth now movement in general is is just really about inspiring people that, you know, it doesn't matter where you come from. What matters is the decisions you make today to, to move forward. And um, so it was a uh, I like to call myself the accidental entrepreneur. So it was a, uh, it was a long journey that ended in, in something great now that, that uh, is con- just continuing to grow. I like that. I like, but I like your mission statement beforehand. It's, it's not about the, when we were talking about podcasting, it's about that, that growth now movement, I think is the, the bigger thing we, we, you know, is your bigger mission, but then you're building out, you know, services of being that accidental entrepreneur, which I really like too, that a lot of people are like, why not just start something and seeing how it goes? And they're, they're just afraid, I think. And so I do have a question on that is, you know, why do you think people are afraid um, of podcasting or starting their podcast? Yeah, it's actually a really good question. So, I mean, uh, you know, to, to easily answer that question is that they're afraid of judgment. Like they're afraid of if I put this out there, who's going to listen? What are they going to say about me? Am I any good at it? It's like anything new that they try. Like it's scary. Like, you know, I, to, to God's honest truth is I had a co-host when I started because it, there was a safety net. It wasn't just me. It was on somebody else's shoulders too. So like, I think a lot of people are gun shy about it because they're unsure of what, how people are going to take it. Are people going to like it? Um, because we look at ourselves and we question, you know, are we good enough to go do something like this? And so, you know, with that being said, you know, Sometimes when we take that leap of faith, we find that there's a lot more supporters than there are judges. Um, and, you know, there's both. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I would say the the biggest thing that's stopping people is just that internal dialogue of I'm who am I to ha- say that I should have a show, uh, a podcast or whatever the case may be. Um, so I think the internal dialogue is the main reason. Uh, and once they get past that, it's it's probably the X's and O's. Like, what do I do? Like, what what kind of equipment do I need? How do I record? What What am I actually doing? Um, but but. For more than anything, I, I when I talk to people and they they say, "Hey, I've been trying, I've been thinking about doing a podcast for a year and a half," and I was like, "Well, you've just wasted a year and a half. You probably started, probably should have started a year and a half ago." Um, but it's really about that internal dialogue for them. I like that. And so, from the internal dialogue, from there, you know, what are the marketing essentials for a podcast? So, like, okay, they're like, okay, I've realized to myself, I'm going to start this, like. How do I do it? How do I market it? You know, what what are some good lessons that you've kind of learned along the way? Yeah, I mean, you know, to start, I, let's let's backtrack a little bit first before we understand what the marketing essentials are. We have to understand who listens to podcasts, like what type of people are actually hitting play on a podcast on a regular basis. You know, twenty eight percent of the country right now uh, of of America right now listens to podcasts. So that kind of can give you an idea. Like it's it's still a smaller chunk of the country, but two years ago, only 14% were listening. So it's doubling in size. But what types of people are they? They're usually more highly educated. Uh, they're people that are extremely busy because they can listen to podcasts while they're doing other things. Therefore, financially, they're probably a little bit more set because they're working or they have a family or, or whatever the case may be. Um, and they're also creatures of habit. So once they find you, you'll see that the, I mean, I'm 160 something episodes into my show and, you know, people will go and binge, binge, listen to the whole entire series. Um, so, you know, once you understand that you go, okay, cool. Where do I find those people? 
and and you know say say i have two thousand followers on instagram a very small percentage of those people are actually podcast listeners and then what kind of what segment of those people actually listen to your type of show so social media marketing is a little bit of a it's more of awareness than traffic that'll drive for you uh it's letting people know that you're there you've built a platform that you uh you know you're spreading a message um but more than anything uh, you know a couple three tips that i i can tell you uh to grow your audience or to market the show is number one get on other podcasts um because you're guaranteed sitting in front of talking to other podcast listeners uh whether that's a hundred people a thousand people or a million people listening you know that they're podcast listeners so Guesting on shows that are similar to yours is is probably the best way to market your show. Um, number two is to guest blog. So one thing I found about podcast listeners is that they they're readers as well, and so they'll read blogs, they'll search the internet for blogs, um, and so if you're able to guest blog, so for I'll give you an example. So I'm in the self help field, right? So if I'm able to guest blog on a self development blog those types of people are, are my type of audience. Like you don't want to waste time. Like I don't want to go blog on like a baseball blog. You know what I mean? I, I want to get in front of the right audience. So you want to find a blog that's in your niche and offer a guest blog. And what you'll find is with daily bloggers, they want people to write for them because to create that much content from a writing standpoint is really, really difficult. Um, so they're more than happy to at least entertain the idea um, you know, of, of guest blogging. And then the third thing is surround yourself with other podcasters. Um, and build those relationships. Because if you're able to do that with other podcasters, you're able to guest on their show, do trades. Um, but on, not only that, you'll also learn their habits as well and what's working and what's not working. You know, and uh, the evolution of the last two and a half years is the fact that, you know, what we have to do as podcasters to garner an audience is, is always evolving. Um, because the reality is there's half a million podcasts out there. So why would somebody play yours? Um, and so, you know, making sure that your show is catering to a specific niche down audience um, and making sure that you're serving them on a regular basis is super key. Um, so those are probably the, the main three tips I would say to market your show is to, you know, s- surround yourself with other podcasters because you'll find they'll market your show for you. You know, number two would be to get on shows uh, as a guest. And number three is to blog uh, and then, you know, and then kind of go from there. I mean, the number one way to grow your show currently uh, is through word of mouth. Um, but that, you know, that's the good content thing. Like if you have good content, people will tell other people about your show. You know what? Those are some good ideas. I might have to take a few of those. <laughs> um, you know, you mentioned percentages, you know, you know, it used to be 14%, you know, a couple of years ago, people listening now it's 28%. And then, you know, how many podcasts are out there? Um, a lot, you know, where do you see podcasts going from, you know, a podcaster's perspective of understanding your audience, um, and, and what do you see like in a couple, like two, five years? What do you see that going? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I think that this is just the beginning of what podcasts are able to do. Um, you're going to see shows of like the number of shows grow in podcasts. Um, but the number of shows that stand out, I believe, will will lessen. Um, but the, the cool thing about podcasts is that you can utilize the platform for so many different things. I mean, I have pod, I have clients that use their show as as marketing tools. I have clients that use their show uh, as a sales funnel. So everybody's using it for different things. Sometimes the audience growth doesn't really matter. But ultimately, I believe five years from now, what you'll end up seeing is networks of podcasts. So you'll so essentially, like if you think about television now, right, we have ABC, NBC, CBS. I think you'll see those types of things in the podcast space. I believe that NBC and CBS and those people will come in and create networks of podcasts because we are getting busier and busier as a human race. 
And as we get busier, we still want to absorb content. We still want to be in the know. We still want to connect with our favorite celebrities, comedians, et cetera. Um, and podcasting is the way to do it. So I believe the future of podcasting is going to be networks. Um, and if you're able to to latch on to say, you know, say, you know, there's all these comedians like Burt Kreischer and, and all these people who have these amazing shows, they're going to create this network. If you're the this the extra guy on that show, your show is going to explode along with theirs. So that's what you'll end up seeing is like essentially budding networks. Like back in the day, like when I was a kid, you had TGIF, right? So it was like Boy Meets World and all those shows. All of those shows did really well because they coupled them together. They were back to back to back. And you'll start to see that, I believe. This is all speculation, but I believe that's what the future of podcasting is going to be. I'm glad you mentioned Bert because that's one of my favorite comedians as of late. The Russian Mafia. Yeah. I mean, that just. Yeah, he's been on. He's been on my show. Oh, really? oh my gosh. That's freaking awesome, yeah. man. Well, there you go. <laughs> that was my next part of the part of the uh, the seminar. I'm not going to I'm not going to grill you with any more questions or anything, but. uh you know, what's an offline background, something that you have not put out, you know, digitally or in a podcasting that is success story, like a client got back to you and said this or something that, you know, if you want to talk about, you know, offline chats with Bert, I don't know, like if you want to go with go that direction. But um, this is kind of an open segment where, you know, part of the episode where you can you can talk about something that's not on your podcast and not on the website. Yeah, man. So it's it's a, that's kind of a fun opportunity, but it's so tough because my podcast is such an open book, uh, and I'm so open, and my guests are so open that it's it's hard to talk about something that I've never talked about. Um, you know, I have I think my one of my biggest success stories is one of my first clients. He was a guy who came to me, and and uh, when he started, he was he had 30 downloads an episode, and and within three months, he became a top ranked podcaster. Started getting paid speaking engagements within three months. Uh, and that's not something that I talk about too often on my show as, as far as the success of my clients. But I'm trying to think of something fun. Um, I mean, you know, I on my show, I, I have the opportunity to interview celebrities and billionaires. And, and like, it's insane that my phone book, like in my phone, like it's ridiculous. Like there's no way in hell like I should ever have these contacts in my phone. Like I could text Burt Kreischer right now is the reality. But the thing is, like... I've built these great relationships. And so one story I'll share, I won't go into detail because I don't want to incriminate anybody, but I had a, a guy named Albie Manzo on my show who uh, is from Real Housewives in New Jersey, uh, and I'm in Pennsylvania. So I'm, we're in driving distance of each other. And he said, hey, man, let's grab some dinner. I was like, cool, let's do it. And then it ended up being an incredible night out uh, in New York City, just having a blast. And, and uh, you know, me, him and his brother and a bunch of other people. And um, we just had a really good time. I don't remember all of it, but it was a good time. Um, but that's really kind of what the podcast is able to do for me is, is build great relationships and friendships and and all that fun stuff. I like that. And you're you're basing it around the platform. And I was actually thinking the same thing with Converge Coffee. Like with this, with these conversations, you're you're learning from other people, you're building those relationships, you're getting actionable advice from people. Um, whether it's it can be exponential, it can be incremental, but just having just having these conversations and opening the opening the dialogue when people um, are most like I think one of people's one of biggest fears is actually speaking up, um, <laughs> and podcasters we're we're kind of the the oddity like we're we're speaking up and we're talking to other people when other people you know, majority of other people are not speaking up so <laughs> so I'm not going to ask about the New York City Big Apple night but. Um, I want to know more about, you know, I think people want to know more about you. Um, and, you know, the first thing is, is, you know, why do you get up every morning um, and go to work? Like, 
what is your like main goal you want to your main mission yeah um so so the getting up and going to work is is um it's a little bit different my getting up and going to work is walking in the other room but you know here here's the thing five months before i launched the podcast uh, my mom passed away of a, of a 20-year opioid addiction and in that moment um i knew that i needed to do something different with my life and something great with my life and my mission now is to grow, like I said earlier, is to grow a movement of people um, who understand that it doesn't matter where you came from. It doesn't even matter where you are today, that there's hope. And what matters is consistent growth and stepping forward into the person you're supposed to become. Like the reality is, man, I should not be friends with these people that I'm friends with. I should not have a top ranked podcast. All signs pointed to no. Um, you know, in high school, I had a 1.7 GPA. My dad was in jail. My mom had a 20 year opioid addiction, like I had mentioned. Um, all signs pointed to this guy shouldn't succeed. Um, but the reality is I, I did succeed and I am succeeding. Um, and so, you know, I want other people to realize that, Hey man, if Justin can do it, I can do it too. And so I've really kind of created this movement and, and what's driving me forward now is number one, I want to make my mom proud, but number two, you know, I'm, I'm creating this, this live event called growth now movement live to continue the growth of this movement. And I'm bringing in celebrity speakers and massive entrepreneurs to help people level up in all areas of their life. And, and that's taking a lot of my time right now, but I love every single second of it. Like I get excited when my alarm goes off in the morning to get up and continue to push forward the idea of this live event and bring together a community of people who are ready to level up. Um, and so right now, like specifically it's that, uh, but overall, it's really about, you know, making my mom proud and making people know that like life can suck sometimes. It really, really can. But I promise you, if you continue to move forward with your head held high, everything will work out and you're going to live a happy life that you've been chasing. Dude, Justin, I love that, man. Um, I didn't lose my mom, but I went through the same, you know, she had a triple bypass and almost had three heart attacks within six months. So I almost lost her. So I totally understand where you're coming from with you know, you know, get through the shit, things will get better. <laughs> yeah. Things won't get worse. Um, right. Moving on here, man. So, you know, what do you do creative or as a hobby, you know, just to kind of like, okay, podcasting, you know, I, I want to kind of revamp and just kind of, you know, get away from podcasting a little bit and kind of recharge. What do you do for creative or hobby wise. Yeah. So I don't, it's funny. I don't really have a ton of hobbies. I thought about this the other day. I was like, I don't really have a ton of hobbies. Like I actually like my work so much that I feel like that is the hobby. But I would, I would say this, I, I spend a lot of my time during the week, you know, connecting with um, mentors and people who inspire me and really just chatting with them and building relationships. So I would say like my creative is, is deep dive conversations with some of my entrepreneur friends who are, are, are killing it. Or my, you know, my, um, my, my, my extracurricular activities that is, is really about connecting and building relationships. And, um, and so like, that's what I, that's what I love. I love going out and having a good time with my buddies and building those relationships. I love hopping on Skype calls with my friends all over the world and, and building those relationships. So, I mean, I would say like building relationships and just getting creative with what, what we can do to impact the world uh, is is kind of the the best way. It's probably the lamest answer you've ever gotten for that question, uh, but that is really kind of what no, I do. No, it's not a lame answer at all. I mean, you're putting you're you're living what you're doing, and that I think I think that's what everybody tries to strive to do. Like it's like oh, it's just work, or it's, but no, it can be it can be both. So when you're not like building relationships and building up podcasting and talking about you know the growth now movement, 
what are you doing health wise to make sure that you're you're serving others, you're you're helping others be the best that they can be? Yeah, man. So here's the thing: like I understand that I need my cup to be full and overflowing before I help anybody else. And so the one thing that I've realized interviewing all these incredible people that I've interviewed is that I, I ask a question to every single person that I talk to. Uh, I don't I don't ask the same questions to anybody. A lot, my my podcast is very conversational, but. There is one question that I ask everybody, and that is, what's your definition of success? And what are three things you do every single day to ensure that success? And the one thing I've realized talking with all these high performers is the three things they do every single day is to fill their cup. Uh, And once I figured that out, I understood that I needed to make rituals for myself to fill my own cup. And so every single day I do three things. One, I uh, I meditate slash visualize because I'm not a very good meditator. It becomes visualization more than anything. So I visualize the future. I visualize what I want in my life. No matter what that is, I call in what it is I want, whether it's the live event to be successful or my relationships to get stronger or to be healthier or whatever the case may be. Number two, I try and work out four or five days a week. Um, it's something that I, I really, really stick to. It makes me feel good, even though I'm not, I'm not the most in shape person. It's something that, uh, it, it, it makes me feel good. So to fill my cup by doing that, what, whatever that may be. Um, and number three, uh, I read a little bit every single day. So I, I want to make sure that I, I am absorbing some sort of knowledge, whether that's through reading biographies or, or, you know, motivational books. So I make sure that I read a little bit every single day. Those are the three things. There's a couple other things that I do, but, um, but those things are to fill my own cup uh, and to make sure that I'm feeling good, my brain is working well, and I'm able to kind of give more than 100% to everybody else around me. Dude, Justin, I love that, man. Like you're building relationships, you're building yourself, and you're, I don't know, I just, dude, I just like resonate with you, man. Like everything you're saying, like, oh man, like that's what I'm going through, or or I'm doing this, or I'm doing this. Um, I really appreciate your... Um, you talking about you just kind of giving little people a look under the hood <laughs> um, as well as um, talking about the growth now movement and begin podcasting, kind of uh, laying a little uh, deeper uh, detail of, you know, how people can build their, their podcast when, you know, a lot of people can be afraid of that. It's going to be a very daunting um, thing. So I appreciate you being on this episode, man. Of course, man. Sean, thank you so much for having me, man. I, I enjoyed the conversation and, uh, you know, I can't wait to see what you do with the show. Thank you very much. Uh, for all the converged coffee drinkers out there, check out the growth now movement and begin podcasting now. And that's a wrap. 